This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about sliding into the DMs, a girl is ruining a guy's trip, and approaching someone in your study group. Check it out, share it with friends. Really great episode. Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam New York Lazar every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. I'll say it again. Let me feather you, the listeners, nuts. Thank you for listening. Thank you for getting involved. Thank you for telling a friend. Keep doing that. Keep spreading the word to family, friends, coworkers. If you're randomly walking across campus and you're passing somebody, just look at them and go jtrainpodcast at gmail.com and they'll think you're crazy, but at least you're getting the word out there. Keep spreading it around. And I know, listen, you're back at school. The semester has begun to you college kids. And we've done it. You maybe found us over the summer at your internship and you found us during the dead parts of your day. Bring the J Train podcast to the new dead parts of your day. The walk to class, the poop during class, the poop after class, the poop before class, the poop when you wake up. A lot of times to listen to this while you poop is what I'm saying. I like how you gave the introduction while you were pooping too. While from the toilet, it was like a real taking a shit and talking. A lot. That's kind of my thing. I take a shit. I do that huge hello is while I'm pushing out the first initial dump. And that's how I'm going to bring on today's guest. Thank I'm very you. excited about our guest today. A new uh, person of the podcast, uh, old friend of mine, Annie Letterman. Thank you for coming on. Hello. We're kind of new friends. We're new friends. We've but known like, each other for a long time, but we didn't bond until two we, days ago. Yeah. And then I was like, you got to come on. I think it'll be great. And I was like, done. Well, you moved away during like prime. I did move away. We'd meet time. Yeah. So Annie's funny comic uh, at Annie Letterman on every platform. A N N I E L E D E R M A N. Get involved with Annie Letterman. She's fantastic. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. And we got to know each other, and now I'm like, okay, let's give some chicks and dudes some advice. We ate borscht together, and now we. we... <laughs> this is how this is how Jews meet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Jewish. Oh, you're not. Sorry, I'm uh, not in the tribe. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not a chosen one. I was brought up Quaker. <laughs> Quaker. Yeah. What is Quaker? Quakerism is a form of Christianity that believes rather than God being uh, an in, being a mystical being in the sky, he's an inner light that's in everyone and everything. So we're, that, that are sounds you like weeping? a hippie. Are you weeping? <laughs> yeah. Is everyone crying because it's an, so beautiful? An inner light. Within. Everyone's weeping, right? Yeah. It's like you're just crying, tears of joy. Um, so we're pacifists. We don't believe in more anti-gun. You believe in oatmeal. You believe in oatmeal. We believe in oatmeal. This is a pro-oatmeal podcast. But do you know what our church was? Our church no, was, I don't know anything. <laughs> okay, Sunday. It was called Meeting for Worship. Okay. And so you'd meet up in a meeting house that was like all of these like benches facing each other, mm-hmm. creaky benches, very loud. 
there would be like a fire crackling and popping and you would sit there in silence. And then if you felt moved to speak, it was supposed to be back in the day. It was like, they're called Quakers because uh, this guy, I think it was John Fox. I don't remember. I, it's, I don't pay attention to things, but like he, uh, he was moved with the, the word of God, so he was shaking. Yeah, almost like speaking in tongues. But now it's translated into now they just you stand up cold. if you feel moved. If you move, feel moved to speak. You st- that's why there's a fire in the. Oh really? Yeah, no. that's <laughs> but so you feel moved to speak. You stand up. Stand up. You can say anything you want. Anything. And they just sit there silently. Did you ever stand up and say anything? Every fucking time. Every I think that was time my like first open, open mic. mic. Yeah. yeah. I yeah Jews could never do that. They would be like the the room is too cold. I mean, they let you talk. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like for as me- as long as you want. Yeah, you could do whatever the fuck you when want. When would it end? I mean, people are usually tactful. Yeah. And there was one guy named Bill who was like old and he would always fall asleep. He had a buckle, um, a belt buckle of a bulldog, which I remember from sucking his dick. But um, <laughs> when he made me blow him. But oh, is that, a, is that a bulldog belt? You know, <laughs> it was weird like having it on my forehead. Was, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not like a bulldog person, but sucking his dick was great. Yeah, of course. As like a young kid, it felt good. But yeah. he. Um, Especially while he was sleeping. Yeah, it was great. Um, but so he would pass out and start snoring. It was really hilarious and disrespectful. But I think it prepared me for bombing. So yeah. sometimes I tell people on stage about being Quaker, and if it's not going well, I'm like, you think you're hurting me? This you is, think this is uncomfortable? Yeah, this you're is actually my bringing life. me closer to God. Yeah, this is good. the so light inside of me is shining yes. through your non-laughs and your weird listening skills right now. Well, I am pumped to have you on, Quaker Annie. Uh, Thank you. I'm not, <laughs> pra- not practicing now. I, well, listen, we're going to practice on some emails. Are you ready to answer these um, people? I can't wait. All of you got to get involved with Annie Letterman, at Annie Letterman on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all that good stuff. She's going to be in Stam- at Stamford & Sons in Kansas City, Missouri. September 15th through 17th. So if you're around there, you know what's cool for me is that people on this podcast have come up to me and like there's people that have come out to their shows. Like I I was, uh, Ronnie Chang came up to me the other night. He was like, I've had people telling me every show I'm like, I got J train people I'm like that is fucking cool so keep supporting all the comics yeah, from this show go out to Stanford and Sons Kansas City Missouri September 15th or 17th at Annie Letterman also we're gonna be doing a J train show here at Stand Up New York the comedy club here in New York City on 78th and Broadway so if you are in New York City on September 22nd we got some regular cast of characters Who's from the J train podcast Greg Stone Awesome. Brendan Ayer. Don't care for him. Lisa Traeger. Cunt. Nimesh Patel. Indian. Dan Soder. Gross. So th- that's a glowing highlight reel. I've had sex with all of them. Just all kidding. of them. Just Lisa. Just <laughs> I really, sometimes I'm like hanging out with Lisa and I'm like, am I gay? I just want to be with you. I don't want just anyone else. Be together forever. I don't want anyone else. My thing is weird. She's playing with her mic right now. We're going to get to the emails. Guys, listen. Also, can we talk about your outfit? Man Sam's outfit yeah, sure. wants to be a topic. I mean, you're like you're wearing a white undershirt, yeah. sweatshorts. Man Samp is dressed as if he's going to the JCC to Nikes, play basketball. And I'm telling you, I'm from Philadelphia. Yeah. I am sopping wet. This is a Philadelphia this. look. This is real white trash. It's wigger yeah. shit, and I fucking love it. It's so Sopping good. wet. You're a, you're one of the last wigs. They, yeah. A lot of the wiggers. This is my go-to outfit. Look at I that. I thought you were letting me smell your pheromones. <laughs> it was my, a match. Man Samp is dressed to kill for a trailer park. I That's, mean, I want to like get a carton of cigarettes and like relapse. I want to drink some 40s with you. He does look like he's ready to go for all of those things. I just want to like sit in a park with you. <laughs> Because I feel like you don't have a good house. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's beautiful. Do you have a nice, beautiful home? Yeah. Are you married? 
I'm getting married, actually. Yeah. Sorry that I'm hitting on you like this, but no, it's, it's like fine. a good it makes like. Me feel it's alive like again. A, it's good. It's an emotional like, hall pass. It's always weird to see someone's look, like what what I they're into. This is what's the your, look. What's your fiance look like? How does she dress? She, oh, she dresses way way nicer than me. Yeah. She, she yeah. Than, you know. She, and she's like. Where's she from? We're both from New Jersey. Oh, okay, so you're garbage people. I love that. This <laughs> exactly. Is not, this yeah. is great. A My ex-boyfriend I just broke end. up with. He he was very similar. He was from Jersey. I'm from Philly. So yeah. it was like it really is a nice. When you when you're you just found like, each we're other through trash, the smell, yeah, we're just trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Let's do the emails. You ready? But like good kind of trash, yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send us anything, any question, any story. Send it in. We'll go over it on the podcast. Uh, DM game. Do you receive a lot of DMs? Are they? Is it happening in the DMs for you? I get some DMs. You do. I do. I I would assume you get some like off the wall ones. I get some DMs. Um, I got one. This is from the thing is like as a girl being on all these social media things, there's just like, is it just flowing in like crazy? It's not that bad, but it's from people because I was living in LA and because I got verified on Twitter. It's okay. like, it's powerful people. Oh, really? You know what I mean, so it's like, any names like, you can mention here I can't as mention an exclusive. Any names. Okay. No names. I can't mention any names, but I can read what they wrote. Let's read what, let's read your latest DM from a powerful person. Okay. Um, this is a married man. Okay. A married really man. I really respect his wife. And you respect his wife. I really do. I know. Okay. I don't never met her, but she's like a hero of mine. Mm-hmm. First he wrote, this was year last year, Twitter crush. And then I tried to talk to him about work. So he just wrote Twitter crush. With a, with a yellow heart. Okay. And then See, I, was I like, like that but because I really that's, admired that, his work at the time. Well, also what he's done right there right. with that Twitter crush thing. He has okay. some, uh, he has some like leeway. Oh, I was, I just said that I love her tweets. Like no. that's basically what and he said. He, yeah, right. he has a he has an out with that with his wife. Right. And okay. So so then I'm like, this is a person who I admire his work. He's someone I would obviously want to work with in a different circumstance, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, Ugh. so I just reply. I can't reply because it'll reveal too much. But I did reply uh, talking to him about his work and how I appreciated his work mm-hmm. and made it about work. And then um, and then he asked me out for coffee. And I okay. So at this point, I time out, right? Because I'm like, yeah. I don't fuck married guys, and I certainly don't fuck people married to the person that I love so much. And also I just, this is not, I don't fuck people of power. I don't like to like, but also you want this, this could be a good professional connection. I'm not ready to completely tap out because I'm not sure his intentions fully because he did. He was very wavery about it. Right. Twitter crush. I, so I, mean, I had who, a fr- who's to say it's not about your joke. I have a, a comedian friend who knows him. So I was like, I'll wait until I see my friend mm-hmm. and I'll talk to him about him and I'll ask him if there's anything shady about mm-hmm. this. So I see my friend and he goes, yeah, no, like don't, no, I mean, he's like, it, I know that it seems shady. He's like, but he seems like a fine guy. He's like, I know him. And he's friends with a lot of comedians and he puts mm. a lot of comedians in his in his work. So don't worry about it. So I was like, okay, like I was going to write but it's him also back. you're asking a dude about another dude. You know, like we don't realize sometimes though I would I would have looked at Twitter crush and been like, yeah, this is a way for him to say he wants right. to get in your pants without with uh, the ability to bail out. He, there's a ripcord there. Right. So, okay. So you'd think that this ends with just me going to coffee with him or something. Mm. But before I can respond, now a week has gone by mm-hmm. since this interaction. And um, and I'm just tweeting like regular. Mm-hmm. And I tweeted two things. This guy was older than me. So I tweeted two things. One, I tweeted, I tweeted several things, but two of them were um, every time, every time a, you get chills, every time you get goosebumps, it's because your ex's dad is making direct eye contact with a selfie. That was a selfie burn. Okay. <laughs> okay, that just was a selfie burn. Yeah. And, um, and then 
I tweeted later on at another point, I tweeted, I did the dishes for the first time in my three year relationship and I didn't get a standing ovation. I'm going to dump this piece of shit or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So then I get a message after that, after I'm just regular tweeting. These are not at anyone. This has nothing to do with this person. He writes dads and dishes understood. Be well. Oh, he shit. thought I was tweeting at him. <laughs> that is the ego of a man, right there. So then I'm like, that is like, oh, that's like, like, I walk into a room. I'm like, did someone say Jared? They're like, no, we said toilet. I'm like, this is <laughs> outrageous. Yeah, this is crazy. So I just ignore it forever, and I'm like, I'm never working with this person. I don't care. It's like, it, you know, you you get in Hollywood, you forget these things. It's like it's a nightmare. But okay, so then a year later. On Monday, mm-hmm. I get... A year later. This is after I've completely stopped. Of course. Okay. He goes, <laughs> your hot sauce on a banana cream pie. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> wait, so I'm the Did, I'm an accident that happened to a delicious thing? Like, yeah. first of all, I'm like, the logic of this, like, I'm the worst part of a great... Yeah. You like, fucked up the, the dessert. Like, you ruined... I'm like, is it your marriage? And yeah. I'm the hot sauce? Because I'm not the hot sauce. Yeah. I'm not the... I, I've tapped out. Also, what is, is he writing for McConaughey? What, what I mean, McConaughey I think project is he is working Matthew on? It is Matthew McConaughey. It is. Uh, no, <laughs> your I mean, hot sauce. Matthew McConaughey, Ma- I would have just banged. I would have just like, I'll bang you real <laughs> Fine, quick. Fine, whatever I'll just bang you real quick for the story. This guy, this guy writes, long-time listeners listen to your nuts get feathered since the TFM podcast days. In my last email, you and Off the Wall Rad Dudecast gave some really good advice on how to approach a good friend's sister. Didn't work out, but the episode was hilarious. Had me rolling on the floor. Insert 12-inch feather here. Thanks, man. My latest dilemma I've is I've realized I'm terrible at sliding into the DMs, into girls' DMs. Much like this guy. Right. I'm a post-grad, so my, with my work schedule, I don't have as much time to hit bars and hot spots around town like I used to be in college. I'm not a shy guy, so this has always been uh, my, my go-to back in the day. So the DM game is somewhere, somewhat new to me. I live close to the town I went to college in and still go to the same bars, but maybe once a month uh, I have resorted to DMing on either Twitter or the Tinder game. I guess the advice I'm looking for is, one, is this the best avenue to be looking for girls? I'm not lo- only looking to hook up, but also looking to settle down soon. Two, if that if it is, what are some tips you have to start some actual conversations with girls? Trust me, I've pulled your meet me and some friends that move at the bar. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Keep up the good work. What do you think is the best way to? Is it okay? Is it ever I mean, could okay? Could you have just like abbreviated that a little? You could have just like <laughs> you had to read the whole. thing. I like to read the down. whole thing. It was too. It's because there were compliments in there. For yeah, you, of right? course. I'm gonna take the. Con- I'm gonna. I gotta get hard shit. while we tape this. Come on. What am I supposed to do? What do you think? Is it ever okay? okay to dm get dm from a guy i actually don't i don't think it's a bad route i think that i've just i just went through a breakup so now i'm like on the dating sites for the first time and the the dating sites are weirder because there's less it's so instant yes like i don't even think my thumb touches the screen sometimes (laughs) and i've like like it's just like gross no 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 but you're you're swiping so fast and you're choosing based on a half a second reaction and instagram and and twitter you're like you know more about the person's personality you see more angles i don't think it's as bad i think you you know with all things just be ready for rejection right so who gives a fuck but i think be bold it doesn't matter that guy is a weird married dude if he wasn't yeah. and he was a cool dude, would I wouldn't a, have mi- maybe even minded Twitter crush. Yeah. But you don't need to do that. Just like say, what's up? I just hit some guy up uh, who I admire, who I don't know if it's going to be like a romantic thing, but I just mm-hmm. thought he was cool. And he retweeted one of my my uh, drawings, which mm-hmm. like, just meant a lot. So I just was like, hey, thanks for tweeting. Yeah. This. And we were talking. It was fun. you know. So it's like, I don't know that I would, I've never met him. I don't know if I would be attracted to him or anything, but it's like, 
It was natural, you know, it was just like a natural. Also, let's just say this. With the DM stuff, it gets a bad connotation, but like you're saying. But why? Because it's usually married dudes. It's a shady place. That's the problem. It's usually a a place where it's not getting hovered over by the girlfriend or the wife. Right. And that's really the issue. So I, but I also think that you, what you're saying is absolutely right. You're getting to know the person in a way that you wouldn't have on a dating app. Right. There's a connection. There's a reason you're following them or there's a reason you're coming across their profile that is more in depth than anything you've ever put into a swipe. The thing is, I will say, is come with compliments. Right. Everyone loves a compliment. That's true. So like a tweet, like a fa- like a photo first. See if there's any sort of response. I mean, this is coming response. from the biggest ass kisser tweet liker in Me? the whole fucking world. Yes, I, I like to I like a tweet. I had to work through that problem with you. Why? What's wrong with that? Because I was like, if I like fucking, a tweet, I, I like LA. a tweet. I'm in LA. I'm like, this Jared Freed motherfucker, you were just going down the line. Yes, well, I sometimes do it. To, I, I used to do this to Greg Stone, where I would I knew he had push notifications, so to waste his battery, That's I would funny. like all of his tweets. That's funny. And so that was like my move with him. So like once a week, I would just go through and like uh, like thirty tweets of his. But now I like you, so you can do whatever you want. But yeah. I was just like, and it wasn't I didn't like you. I was just like, what is this fucking? It just felt, I was like, is this a move? No. Not that you were hitting on me, but it was like, like career-wise, I was like, is this motherfucker climbing? Yeah, <laughs> trying to cl- climb climb the Annie Letterman ladder. <laughs> that's, that's my I mean, big plan. I mean, it's a little taller than I, yours. <laughs> but, uh, it's like a rung or two yeah, taller than I, yours. I mean, but, but, uh, <laughs> I, I could take you up like I one I want to go one rung at a time. That's Listen, <laughs> I don't know if you know how powerful these people try to cheat on their wives with me are. This is pretty, that's what I was trying to Here's get at. Thing. I'm trying to get at this... Hollywood dudes. I dick. get the wait. Okay, so here's my question too. So I don't really know about DMing. DMing, you have to be following each other to DM each other. But you can also on Instagram, it can request. Right. So, so like those I'll get I get. Yeah, and I, get I don't those. like those because I don't know you. I do like those. I I would say the move with DM is understand that you are in a creepy world. Like you have to say address it. Hey. I know this is out of nowhere, but I know your friend this. Like, reference something you know to make them feel a little more comfortable. I know this, or I saw this thing you did that I liked. Right. Just wanted to say what's up. Right. And leave it out there. You might get turned down exactly what you're saying, but at least you're saying, just want to say what's up. I'm a weirdo, but, you know, you made my dick move. I you mean, know, don't like, say you made my dick yeah, move. Yeah, but, like, this Certainly is kind of don't. you're coming out with. I, I also, I've had girls DM me, and the one issue I have is they'll DM me, and then they'll just start, like, negging me. Yeah, nagging's done, guys. It's, it's a wrap on nagging. Yeah, so like, nagging say, like, is not a thing. Some girl, she she DM me, and I was so fucking annoyed. She's like, she we get like, she's like, hey, what's happening? I saw you on this. Just wanted to say what's up. I wrote back like, oh, cool. How where are you where are you from? Like, how to do whatever. We start going back and forth, and then she like starts to get flirty, and she's like, I don't know. I just love dad bodies. I hope you have a dad body. And I'm like, what are you saying to me? Like, I was like, I don't. What are you? What are you crazy? And then I, I was, I was like, ha, I, yeah, I guess I, <laughs> I guess I do. I don't know. I, uh, I, I guess that's what you're, you're into mediocrity. I, I don't know what your plan is here. Like, I don't know how that gets me feeling good about myself. I don't know that she was insulting you. I think she was telling you that she likes dad bodies. Yeah, but then now the insinuation. But we're is sensitive that, ass motherfuckers. Yeah. So. so understand that I don't know you, and I don't know. Let your me tone. find some of my DMs from the requests on. Uh, they gotta be Instagram. weird. Yeah, the Instagram ones are really where I'm like, but the problem is there's a difference between like female and male comedians because for me, I don't like getting hit on by my fans. I don't want to ever mm. fuck anyone that knows I do comedy. Like I don't, mm-hmm. it's unless they're doing something at, as, as not powerful, but like as powerfully as we do comedy. Do you know what I mean? As, a, as long it's as they have their own thing. life that they're working on. But it has on. to be they're doing something great. Like I, it's too like, it's the power dynamics off too much. So like, mm. 
like you would have to be something so crazy and special for me to like pay attention to you in this way and not in a shitty way. It's mm. literally not like I don't think I'm better than you. It's like it's just like the power dynamics off. Yeah, you're coming at me from from an audience rather than from my level. For, uh, I could see that, but I, I think also you have to like level yourself. Like if you're sitting there being like, if you're DMing a fucking woman with eight hundred thousand followers, like it ain't happening, buddy. All right, but I got some hey. other girl at your school, like. Yeah, send it over. Hey, I'm in this fraternity. You should come over for a party. Why wouldn't you invite Yeah, them? and you can invite someone. That's actually a really good idea. But okay, so I got, I got, a, I got one guy wrote, okay, I'll go to your 10-year reunion with you, but only if I'm disguised with, disguised and we don't sleep together. I don't want to be known as that's the his, loser of all your friends. Do not try to be funny to a comedian. That's his whole first message? Do, yes. Do <laughs> not try to be funny to a comedian. How dare you? I, I, <laughs> I do this professionally. My friends are the fucking most brilliant minds on the fucking earth. Yeah. Do not try to be funny to me. It's insane. If you're naturally funny, you'll be naturally funny. Well, that's funny. the thing a female comic has to deal oh with, too. It's God, like the guy has to show you, you that he could do it I if was, he tried. Dude, this guy, I wish he hadn't. He fucking unmatched with me, but I wish that I still had the, the correspondence. I can kind of remember it. I was being absolutely hilarious on mm. uh it was bumble okay he was like a really tall dude i was like i don't know if you're tall or those people are short as fuck yeah and he wrote like he was like a little bit of both and then he was saying i had a picture of me like climbing into a dumpster and a picture of me breastfeeding a black yeah. baby doll <laughs> yeah. and he was like he said something about um the dumpster and i was like that's where i found my black baby and then he was like <laughs> well you know dumpster babies have three wishes so this is like going okay you have a good banter right it's not bad like yes. he's not being too funny like mm -hmm. he's trying i didn't i don't say i'm a comedian on there either mm -hmm. I say I'm an yeah, um, illustrator because I'm like, I don't want you knowing I where I nothing. live. Or I, you know where I am at all times. Yeah. Fuck you. So um, so he writes me back and then we're going back and forth. And then all of a sudden it's like him trying to be too funny. And then this he's is... trying to explain things to me. He, not that I'm not like a big mansplain user, but it was like I said something to him. He go, what did what did you wish for? And I said, for Randy Quaid to follow me on Twitter. And he goes, Randy Quaid's in Canada in jail. And I was like, uh, actually, he just followed me on Twitter. And I like sent him the thing. Yeah, that's always funny to disagree with the playful thing you're you're writing. Like, I'm like that's actually, a, like I know more about this than <laughs> yeah. you. And then and then he wrote, he made a Pokemon Go joke that didn't make sense. It didn't land. And also, like, I just I just didn't think it was funny. And then I was like, he's not hot enough for me to like. Well, do here's this. A, here's a, here's the thing with like any dating and, and like right. it's it, not just comedians and I I. This is like the the hottest thing with anyone that you're like getting into like uh, interpersonal relationship with is to have the the like the ping pong effect right where it's you so joke fun. and then you joke so and then fun. I joke and then you so joke fun. and you're playing off each other. I I get in that situation all the time the where the, the worst is when someone comes in they try to be funnier than you. Yeah, that's no relationship is built on funnier than you also, all relationships are built on we're funny together we're right, a two man group we work, we work together it's like fucking improv when you're yes. in a relationship but also we're professional comedians yeah well that's another we thing we do this yeah. we make all of our money from this like so, what the fuck is going on so when you try to do that it's a little demeaning so these guys it, didn't know that so it's not his fault but, but so then I don't write him for a couple weeks or like a couple days and he writes he's like not into it and I go I go no it's not that it's just I have a strict no Pokemon Go policy yeah as a joke, like I was kidding, yeah. right? So that was a test. And then he fucking unblocked me. Mm. Or he unmatched with me. Like, you pussy. It's also, but that at that point, that's a guy you don't even want to see. No, I didn't like, want to see him, but I was like, like well, he could have won himself Qua back. Let me get up my Randy Quaid fact book. I'm like, and I own the I wrote the fact <laughs> yeah. book, so back the fuck up. Randy Quaid is my <laughs> What if you just freaked dude. out? What if you just freaked out? You're like, I have sucked Randy Quaid's dick. Well, I did you forget know? to tell you that it was Dennis Quaid I was talking okay. to. Okay. So, <laughs> well, different story. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Annie Letterman at Annie Letterman on all platforms. She's gonna be at Stanford and Sons in, in Missouri, September 15th through 17th. Go check her out. Check me out. S 
let me read a couple of, we got a couple of cool things going on. You guys, check out, there's a new app called Laughable. It's a new comedy podcast app that helps you find your favorite stars and comedians really easily. So basically, you discover podcasts through com- comedians you love. So you could search you know, my name and see any podcast that I've been a guest on or this podcast and kind of go through all the libraries. Or you can look up Annie and see that she's been on a ton of podcasts and go check out her story. Hear all the repeats. Hear all the repeats. <laughs> all this. She just did this Denny Quaid thing on some other podcast. So, but, uh, Randy. You know, uh, uh, Randy, sorry. Yeah, we just like the app. It's just yeah. something to check out. Like, it let sounds us know awesome. what you guys think about, about it. It's yeah, great. it's pretty yeah. cool. I'm going to go check it out. So Laughable, you can kind of search whatever you got going on here. Slaying the Alpha Wolf. Hello, good sir. First off, congrats on the 2003 high school, Massachusetts High School Lacrosse State Championship. Yeah, I Googled you. That's ridiculous. Yes, I, that is a, that's a real fact. Here's my dilemma. I often find myself studying with a big group of girls on a different floor of my building, one of whom I am hankering for giving the weak medium. So What's that mean? Uh, he's saying he has a below, below medium dick size. Oh, okay. I, say I, I can't a, wait to help him. I have a strong medium. Uh, she's a 968. So we have a rating system here on the podcast. Girls or guys can use it. It's face, body, personality. So he's saying she's a nine six eight. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> well, you can use it too. Oh, I'm livid. <laughs> she is the hottest chick in the group, and I don't want to make the other. Wait, girls... the hottest chick in the group is a nine six eight. Yeah, listen. So her body's a six. Body's a six is what he's saying. I hope he's talking in pant size. <laughs> she's the hottest chick in the group, and I don't want to make the other girls catty or jealous. How do I wheel the one girl and look like the man in front of the group without making the rest of the girls uncomfortable? Get Any over advice? your medium ass dick, motherfucker. <laughs> What's no? Well, listen. I, no, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Also, why would they be catty <laughs> over him? It's very narcissistic. Yes, this is like most of the emails. You think that we this get. guy has like fucking a ten inch cock? Down yeah. There. Well, uh, not that girls want that. P.S. If there's a group of girls, what's the best way to approach them? Is really what he's asking. But he studies with them already. He said, right? studies with them already. So he's saying it, but he wants to take it to like a different level. He wants one girl. He has locked his eyes on. He's like, how do I That's get fine. her? Remove her from the group. That's really the issue. Is when you hang out with a group of girls, you're like, I want that one. It's how do so I funny. not look like? Listen, this is all fear of rejection. It's mm. like just you just ask her to hang out. Just yeah. go like, hey, can we hang out? Like you can be funny about it. You can tell her like, hey, like I'm better studying one-on-one i mean it doesn't matter it's and like, and also you don't have to do this in front you're not gonna of do the it in fucking front of group you don't have to be like Text her. listen ladies quiet down gotta talk to the alpha or wolf. it's like, hot actually if you do do it in front of them not fully is that in hot front to a them. girl i think if you if you if you're like getting up to get if she's getting up to get water or something and you go over yeah you're gonna know if she likes you right like just right sometimes you're, you don't sometimes you're not there's sure a if she's lean. being nice okay i'm gonna give you guys the lean oh what's the lean there's a lean all right, so if you go over to her and she's getting the water and you kind of lean in, you a little bit invade her space a tiny bit. Okay. okay? We want to <laughs> feel like women. Like, we want to feel like girls yeah. sometimes. Um, I do, at least. I'm, but of course. I'm like such a masculine piece of shit all the time. But it's like the lean has gotten guys who do not deserve me several times. But it's like, but if she likes you, it does. It just does a thing. Like, if you put your hand like on the wall, mm. you just lean in a little bit. It doesn't even matter what you say. Mm-hmm. There's just like an intenseness that like wasn't expected. I think, all, yeah, you're being a man. You're, you're being a fucking man. You're being a man. So be a man. Go over there when she's getting water. Go over with her and just say, "Hey, look, I didn't want to do this in front of the group or whatever, but you know, I think you're a six. Just kidding. Don't tell her that. <laughs> just go. I, I your like, body's like a, your face I is a nine. Your you. body's a six, and that's my thing. Don't but say like, that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I would like to like hang out with you. I, and I think also what what's hot about this is that like 
everything now is behind closed doors. Right. Like everything now is a text or a DM. Yeah, don't so do if it. you're 10%. coming out in public, it's like, oh, this guy wants to make this happen. And this guy isn't afraid to tell everybody else that he's this is this is the this is the wolf he wants to eat. And just be a man. Like and she's gonna either say yes or no and it doesn't fucking matter because you're still a man. In addition to that advice, I would say have something ready to go for what you could bring her to. So like yeah, have hey, a good thing, like man. have a good thing. Be like, hey, uh the football game this Saturday, I'm going to this tailgate. Do you want to come with me? Yeah. And it's just, do you want to come with me? So you lean in, you get that man vibe, right. and now you're inviting her to an event that oh, is so hot. That it's puts so you, hot. I'm gonna I'm gonna masturbate to the scenario. To the scenario. Dead serious. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. But this is what I'm saying. How like, old are they? 17? They're probably in high no, they're in college. So oh. let's say they're 20, and it's like they're in Never a study mind. group. Well, listen. <laughs> too that, old for me. Too, <laughs> so I, I just think if you come at her with like Hey, I got this thing going on. Be so you're up leveling yourself. Man. Like I got this thing going on and I want you to come and I'm not afraid who knows that. Yeah. You know, that's a thing where it's like especially the girl where you're like, you know, girls want to show other girls that they're fucking winning in this way. No, she's going to feel so special. It's yeah. Like, and the other girls will be fine. It doesn't matter. It's like are they all like just fucking grabbing at your dick? It's like <laughs> is that like all of them are like all over you? It's fine. I mean, yeah, no, take what you Go want, man. It. It's so hot. But also, and it's like, I okay, so I have a twin brother who sure. is physically not, I mean, I, I think that the girls find him attractive, but it's like, he wasn't, in high school, he was like, in middle school, he was like, he looked like Doug, the cartoon. Okay. And um, it's like a big nose, and it looks like, you know, different shaped blocks were shoved up it. Gre- and, green um, cut sleeve sweater. He had a green cut sleeve sweater <laughs> yeah. and a friend with purple hair that no yeah. one mentioned. No, but he, so... But he had this confidence. He always got his wife is like such a knockout, and mm. all the girls that he's ever hooked up with are so. There's just so, some people with that thing, right. and that's not in their but brain. It's, it's a confidence thing. Yeah, it's my dad said to him once. I think his dad. My dad said something to him like, "Like you just need to like take your confidence. Like you don't mm. wait for it. Like it is. It's just he. If you carry yourself, if you know that you're fine no matter what, like." obviously you like this girl and you want to hang out with her and maybe something develops or whatever but it's like if it doesn't there'll be another girl yeah. if you have that confidence you're gonna get you are, will slay puss and pussy all, will come flying and, and if she's like nah like whatever just join a different study group that's like the most dude yeah. thing like yeah I just came here to fuck <laughs> and then like go to a different or study group or find a really hot chick yeah and have her just pop in and just <laughs> fucking motorboat her in front of her oh hey boys <laughs> find, a, find an 888 <laughs> Unghosted after moving. I think I'm a six six six. I think you're better than that. That's that's a that's an undersell. That well, was an ask for was, a compliment. I just wanted to be no. Yeah. I just wanted to say six 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 because of the devil. Oh, that would make some more. But sense. But also, I like how you're you're like oh, I'm gonna have to do this. Do what? Oh look, I just got asked to do a show on September 22nd. There you go. The so date of the show I you didn't you ask me to do, do this one. You didn't ask me to. We had an offer out and just didn't. Because mm-hmm. it got lost in the mail. <laughs> Unghosted after... You ever been ghosted? Uh, no. This person writes, Papa J, since recently moving back to my hometown after a few post-grad years in NYC, I've received a couple of Snapchats from a guy who hardcore ghosted me. Each time I was expecting them to generic... Wait, uh, wait, wait. What kind of email is I think this, this is a chick email. Ooh. He talks. You guys are so dumb. <laughs> Each You're time so I was stupid. expecting them to be generic or something that was sent to a multiple girls and to me by mistake, but they were definitely for me specifically. Backstory: We met at a bar, hit it off immediately, went on a fun 
first date that week and started hanging out, talking consistently from there. But a month in, he told me that he was feeling freaked out by how much he liked me and how much everything was feeling so comfortable so quickly. But he start, he was starting to overthink the fact that we hadn't had sex yet. I told him I didn't necessarily need to be in an official or serious relationship. I just wanted to feel confident in the fact that I wouldn't be regret taking that step with somebody. I emphasized that in no way I did, did I expect him to know if he wanted to be exclusive or more serious at that point because I was having fun doing what we were doing in and out of the bedroom. He handled the conversation well. There was zero awkwardness, and we even laughed and teased each other about it. We made loose plans to hang that week, then fell off the face of the earth. Now, about three months later, he's sending me the occasional Snapchat. He definitely knows I moved, and he shouldn't he shouldn't he be embarrassed to have any contact with me? I can't come up with the end game that makes any sense. Does he feel guilty? and wants to pretend like nothing ever happened now that I've moved away? Is he laying some weird groundwork? I'll be visiting NYC in a couple weeks and semi-regularly to see friends, which I'm sure he knows. And I want to know what to expect. I'm not trying to hold a grudge. I'd answer a text from him, but I haven't responded to any of these out of left field snaps. Thank you for the help. Best podcast out there. <laughs> P.S. Is Harry Schmuckler still alive? Yes, Harry Schmuckler is still alive. What do you think? Uh, 100% he's trying to hit. Yeah. He's like, you're coming back into town. I'm going to hit. Of course. Here's another thing. Ghosting is a gift that we've all been given yes. and you need to let it happen. When yeah. it happens, it's not you. It's a commitment phobic thing. Yep. It's someone who's too cowardly to say it to your face, which is okay. Yeah. Because we all do it. We all yep. get in those. Ghosting is a fucking gift. I'm so glad that we made a name for it. Yep. You got to just, you need to release it having anything to do with you. This guy freaked out. He's commitment phobic. He didn't want to have a relationship with you and that has nothing to do with you. Totally. And I go back to her whole backstory. The whole backstory is, Oh, I was cool to hang out. I just didn't want to feel like I was going to regret it. Right. Yeah, but that means waiting, you wanted to. You want to be in a relationship. Yeah, a relationship. That to him, all Listen. I hear when I hear that is, "Oh, you want a breakup at some point, and I don't want to get so involved with someone that a, ha a breakup is." And he was already freaking out. And here's the thing: so I've been both of those girls. I've been like one of the guys, mm. just friends, friend zone, down to fuck, like. I've also been the girl that wants more and doesn't say I want more. It's it's a powerful place to say exactly what you want. It's the fucking best place to yep. come from because you give the people the opportunity to say yes or no. Mm -hmm. You're not attached to what they say. You are just putting out what – that's the only control you have in your life is putting out what you want and seeing if people want it back. Mm. Then you move on. There's a million dicks. There's so many dicks. Trust me, Gotta I've touched so many of them. <laughs> um, and I also – the thing I agree with is that the, the, the thing is his – when you were in town, when he, she was in New York, there was no excuse to, for just when, hit. to just hit. There was no excuse to just have sex and be like, well, we're just having sex. There was none. Now that you've moved, the excuse is built in. There's no, you have sex and then you go home no and he's pressure. like, well, listen, there's long distance. We can't be anything more. But next time you're in town, we'll fuck again. So, so this he, is, that's yeah. why he's doing this. You need to be flattered that this man wants your body so bad. Yes. That he was scared. He, didn't, he doesn't want a relationship, but he wants your body so bad that he didn't even fuck you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he didn't even want to, like... He didn't do that, and now he sees an opportunity to fuck you, and it's like... I, I mean, I think he's kind of a good dude. Like, he he didn't fuck you. He could have fucked you. He could have played you and fucked he's you. He's a good dude doing a, a, a human thing. Because right now, he knows that his out is her going away right. from New York. So that's why he's like, well, let me see what happens in this Snapchat. Right. And exchange. the rejection that you're feeling, you need to just try to control it because you need to know that you're awesome. And it's like, you're just not for everyone. And, and people just are in different places in their lives and it's not you, you know? So it's like, I mean, unless you're a fucking terrible cunt, but you sound really lovely. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Guys, we are sponsored this week. Let me just tell you right now, football season is finally here. Oh, I am so hard. Football season is finally 
here. And it's time to put your fantasy knowledge to the test to win your share of a hundred grand in DraftKings free week one contest. That's right. DraftKings is hosting a free contest this weekend with $100,000 in total prizes up for grabs. That's $100,000. DraftKings.com is the destination for one-week fantasy football. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. Play whenever you want with the players you want. Just pick your contest, draft your players, and follow your team live. Renew old rivalries with friends to prove you're the superior GM. Or try 50-50 contests where the top half of all entries win cash. DraftKings even has contests exclusively for beginners. There's something for everyone at DraftKings. Listen. Listen, you guys, All I, I know you guys like football because I tweet about football and you guys respond to those tweets. So get involved. DraftKings is a great place to do that. Also, what's better than having a bar that has all the TVs on and you getting a little skin in the game on all of them? That's the best thing. So hurry to, draft, hurry to DraftKings.com now. Use the code FRAT, F-R-A-T. Use the code FRAT and play free this, week, this weekend's $100,000 fantasy contest. This contest is 100% free, so there's no reason to not play. Again, that's code FRAT to play free for your share of a hundred grand this weekend. Only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See website for details. DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. Promo code FRAT. Okay, this is what I love. Sure. I love about this podcast. It is true that bros need to take back the night because bros are the easiest target. Because everyone's like, you deserve... Nothing. Well, people are... Uh, Scum. Bros. The, I think the word bro is the new N-word. I mean, you're garbage. <laughs> no, you are why? trash. They say it only... It's you only said. Trash. It's only said amongst bros and against this is a bros. Piece of trash I'm right just here. telling you the truth. It's only said negatively or amongst their people. What's up, bro? Or you're a fucking bro. Right? Do you have any black friends? I have one. I don't think he really likes well, it. He's one probably trying to get single on black the friend. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just wants to expand his... I have black acquaintances. No, I have I got black friends. I, I, I actually said that I, I think comedy is like the... That's, that's really the it's only... It's like the N-word of jobs? Yes, that's... <laughs> you just are always like, it's like the new... Everything's like the N-word. Everything's the N-word to me. Um, okay, Girlfriend, so... Girlfriend... Oh, what else do you like? You, you were complimenting me. Um, I think it's good. No, you were I really feathering do. my nuts. This is... I was tuckling the scrub. <laughs> the scrub. A 12-foot feather. Yeah, it was really Across. far away. It was, it was really, really, far really, away. really far away. <laughs> she was next to Man Sam in the trash pen I while was. feathering my nuts. Girlfriend ruining guys' trips. Dear, dear Jew, okay. love the podcast, reference it all the time to my friends when giving advice. Me and my friend decided a, a trip to New Orleans for New Year's would be the ultimate power move. Originally starting out as an all-guy debauchery trip, including... Uh, drugs and getting trashed on Bourbon Street. Problem is, two guys want to bring their girlfriends. Everything, no. ev everyone is cool with their girlfriends, and we understand why they want to bring them. But I feel like this will change the dynamic of the trip. I don't think my boys and girlfriends will do as much crazy shit and be <coughs> and be lame. Any thoughts on the situation? One of the guys is ball whipped by his girlfriend, so I don't know if he will go without her. Should I just say fuck it, not care, or say something to get him to drop his girl? Uh, the girlfriends cannot come. Yeah. You have to assert your boundaries, and you mm -hmm. have to have your you have to have your alone time. They cannot come. That's completely a different thing. I also understand why they would want to come. New Year's Eve. I get Eve. why they want to come. I get it. That's I get like it. a big girlfriend night. But here's the thing: if the guys' girlfriends aren't cool with it, they just can't go on the trip. But you yeah. have to have fun, man. Well, this is the, I'm having this issue now. So, like, I I, uh, I the thing about any trip, you have to uh, assess who should go and who shouldn't go. 
If, if it's New Year's Eve, the girlfriend guys should be out. That's a single trip. Wait, maybe. Okay, wait. Here's an alternative. People bring their girlfriends, but they have separate vacations they, and they meet up just on New Year's night. They have to stay in different locations. They stay at different hotels. Mm-hmm. That is a solution. I mean, I'm doing... That's a, weird. My buddies and I do are that. doing a guy's trip. So this, this, is, a, this right. is just that. We're doing a guy's trip. We're going to, the, to Vegas for the Oscars. So the plan is to get dressed in tux and bet on the Oscars the night of the oh, of funny. the event. So we're all going to drink champagne and be a bunch of dudes in tuxes watching the Oscars and yeah. making bets on it. We want to take also get a good picture of us in the Venetian Canal, like all in the boat with the tuxes on. Yeah, like this is the this is the thought. This is the whole. Don't you of the like trip. when you is it just to get like an Instagram picture? Yes, this is a whole trip. So this is real Instagram. world now. I mean, <laughs> I that's real. I do it too. Is this for your <laughs> bachelor audition? What yeah, you know? this is what I'm going to put this on the bat. The whole we're going to videotape the whole weekend. Oh, you have to get on the Bachelor. I want to so uh, bad. I want to be. be I want to be the Bachelor after dark. I want to be on that commentary show. Oh, the. The like the, the post bachelor show where they like break it with down with Michelle Collins. Yes, and I think she's she? so good on she's it. She's so funny. She's really funny. She and good is on it. fucking hilarious. And I love that show. I think it's great because they get really pretty honest and like they're pretty vicious. But here's what I'll say about this trip. I sent out an email. My buddy sent out an email like, "Here's the plan." And then someone wrote, one of our friends wrote back. It was like, "Well, what about going to Scottsdale and playing golf?" And it's like, "No, dude, that's your own separate trip email. You can have so many trips. Yeah, go." Propose your trip, bring it to the group, and people the committee. will be in. Yeah, the committee. And we'll all decide if we're in or out. So this is the thing with this guy's problem. You're proposing a trip to do this specific right. thing. If you want to go with your girlfriend to New Orleans, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. But I also think like like for the girls, it's like, if you're listening, like just fucking relax, okay? Yeah. Like give you need time and space. You need like... Do not try to own someone. Men are men. Women are women. Don't mm-hmm. try to own each other. Just, it's not going to be bad. Go do something with your girlfriends. They should get together and go fucking do something yeah. fun that they want to do. They could do a couple's trip. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a, But that's a different But trip. it's a completely different thing. But just, like, let... If my advice to this guy is to say, hey, listen, here's what we'll be doing. This is the single guy's trip. If you and your girlfriends want to also be in New Orleans, you're more than welcome to meet up, meet up with us at any time. But we're not going to change the structure of this right. trip for your girlfriend. But it's also different, too. It's like, it, are the guys wanting to bring their girlfriends because they just want to spend the time with them? Or are the girlfriends afraid the guys are going to cheat? So then they're possessively saying they're coming. I mean, that's, so a, that's a whole a can thing. of worms. And if you are one of those girls... You're not dating the right person yeah. or you don't have the right attitude on life. If you're wondering if a trip to New Orleans will make him cheat, then you should probably be wondering if a trip to the bathroom is making him whack yeah, off to exactly, somebody else. Yeah. Like there's like, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Like it, it does, the mileage doesn't make a guy cheat. Right. It's it, That's just the truth of the matter. The guy who cheats is going to cheat a next door in the bedroom next door and then take a shower and then get some in bed Some people with you. cheat and some people don't. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're going to do one more email. Annie, this has been fantastic. It's fun. At Annie Letterman on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. She's going to be at... Stanford and Sons. Stanford and Sons. Kansas September City. 15th through 17th. So go check her out. She's fantastic. So funny. We literally were in open mics together six years ago yep. in empty clubs. Sometimes it feels like an open mic still. It's still there. This is Maybe this is the open mic. This is. I feel like we eased in. I feel like next time is going to be a better... No, I think experience. I think it's all been great. I think I'm having fantastic. a great time. I love it. The advice is great. I think it's been on point. I think you're going to be helpful for this last one because I, I saved this one for you. You're crashing with someone right now, right? Yes, sir. How's that? Ex- so the crash. No, let me. I, I'm a guy that if someone was like, "Can I crash with you?" I'd be like, "Let me think of 700 excuses." So whoever's letting you crash with them, you they're doing you a huge favor, right? How do you uh, consider as the crasher? No, how do you feel? No, because okay, we're okay. So. 
It's my friends. My friends, they're a couple. I have, mm-hmm. um, they're my best friends, and they're my best friends separately, and then together we have like another friendship. With okay. All three of us, okay. Um, we just have like a really, we just love it. They're like my family. So totally. I stay with them for long, long periods of time. When I leave, it's like sad. It's mm-hmm. like, you know. So it's not. But, they, like a, but you know, as a good friend of them, they, they you they genuinely want to have you. Uh, there's no part of it where they don't want me there. Uh, okay, but you know that. But I've lived with people before, like on their couches and stuff, moving around, where it's been like I've slept in my car a couple times just because I'm like I don't. It's not cool for me to ask again. Yeah. You know, like I I just. This person writes, sub train, been listening to you since I was a fuckboy frat dude in college. I'm a fairly new postgrad from a Pac-12 school, moved to L.A. a few months ago from the L.A. Burbs. So you know L.A. L.A. sucks, dude. All my friends and I do is booze as much as we did in college and try to fill hole. Oh, that's the grossest way I've ever heard of trying to pursue, trying to fill hole, buddy. I like to cram trench. <laughs> cram trench. I'm going to cram a trench. Fill hole could uh, could be Pour a construction worker or a guy crack. trying to have sex. I have two roommates. One is one of my best friends from my hometown. The other is a random dude he was boys with at Oregon State. My problem is these kids have too many guests mooching off us for living in the city, and it's been really on my nerves. The random roommate is in love with his new girlfriend. She basically lives with our place with us because she hates living with her parents. She lives at our place for free. Also, our three good friends who still live in our hometown with their parents stay on our couches every Friday through Sunday. I party with them probably half the time. I drink one or two nights a week. My roommates is a part of a bromance with them that I am not part of. I feel, uh, I have felt very used and disrespected by the friends since we moved in. They never text me that they're move- coming over for the weekend, only my roommate that they're close with. I came home a few weeks ago to one of these kids bumping uglies with a girl in my bed. And another was trying I'm to. I'm sorry. Ma- is it bumping uglies or filling hole? I'm sorry. <laughs> let's get let's get on the same page here. Another was trying to make moves on my sister right in front of me when we had a party a few weeks after. He never apologized. I don't care who bones my sister as long as it's not one of my best friends. You totally. That's care. quite a quite a policy he's put in place. These kids seem like they don't give a fuck about our friendship. They never said thank you once for me letting them stay at my apartment for three nights per week when I can barely afford rent. They seem like they're just uh, using me to have a place to stay to get drunk to try and bang. I've asked both my roommates to slow down with the guests or have them help us uh, with rent a tiny bit or just let them know that we have people stay at our place for an extended period of time, but they ignore me and act like I'm the bad guy. Am I being an asshole? Sometimes I just get sick of having to entertain the guests. Any advice? What do you think? I think you should move out because you're not congr- like the rest of the house seems to like want it to be this. this- they- do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I mean, that. I honestly, I, that's, that's, not the, my advice, that's gonna be good that. for your like brain. Yeah. Um, it's just hard. Is did he get the place first? Is that what he said? It's just him and his two buddies that got a place. Okay, so but the buddies like having people come in and out. Well, the one there's one dude that he kind of knows that has a girlfriend that he has all the time, and then there's his buddy from high. Here's the reason: it's it's his buddy from high school that he's been lifelong friends with. You shouldn't live with them. Well, the problem with high school friends is they feel super comfortable and they feel like they can have all your shit without having to ask because there's been this long relationship. The fact is, anyone out there who has someone staying on their couch that they don't feel and they don't feel comfortable about it isn't wrong. It's your living space. You know, so to have these people, and I, I hear him. I'm on his side. Like, right. to have these people, like, the one thing I think when but you get older. But other people live there, too, and they want their friends to be able to stay there. Do of you know course. What I, mean? I, I hear so that. So it's but, like the three. But moving from childhood to adulthood is just asking yourself, am I crazy 100 times a day? And that's kind of where he's at. He's like, am I being too, am I being, am I the crazy one? I don't one? think that. I don't think I don't he's think the he's crazy, crazy one at all. But maybe they're still stuck in child town. 
where this is the life they're leading right now and you're ready to move on to adulthood. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. I'm saying the way he feels is totally right and just. The way to handle it is you might lose some friends because they're not mature enough to see that you're right. So you have to say to them, listen, man, not having people over tonight. You know, hold, yeah, I'm only doing, some, yeah. you know, you can come out, come crash my place if you're out in the city, but I'm not going to be the free hotel. You know what, what's bothering, what I think is bothering him is that it's this <coughs> entitlement that the other people have. That totally. Have. And it is true. It's like, sometimes people need to be snapped into reality where it's mm -hmm. like, why are you not filling the fridge with groceries? Like, why yep. are you not like, you need to do your part. You know, it's like, I would send, I would send them emails individually. I'd be like, Hey man, you're a good friend of mine, but you're just walking into my house without even, you never bring beer. You never say thank you. And it's kind of annoying me. Right. And just being, and just like you said, set them straight. Because right now they're just saying, we're all buddies from high school. Yeah, tell them how you're What are you talking about? Yeah. And I hate that world because I, one time in college, uh, we had this guy who was just crashing on our couch because he like wasn't sure what he was going to do. And I was like, enough of this shit. And everyone's like, no, man, he's one of our fraternity brothers. I was like, yeah, but he doesn't have a room in the house. And we're just letting him live this way without. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I, so it was the dead of winter and I went in the room and I said, and I opened all the windows and it was snowing. I remember it was snowing out. I opened all the windows and I go, dude, get the fuck out. And I just left. And from then on, never came back. Did you talk to him again? No. I was like, fuck it. Okay, that's not actually the good thing to do. <laughs> well, it, it worked. I wasn't really friends with him. He was like a oh, friend wasn't of the house. Oh, your friend. Oh, okay. So like to me, I was just like, I opened all the windows. I was like, and then it was like freezing cold. He started shivering and I go, get the right. fuck out. And I just left. But here's him, the thing, you do gotta, have to address it. he's got to shock the system. He's got to address it because yeah. you're going to fucking, you already are resentful. You're going to like go fucking crazy. Yes. So you either need to address it or move out. And when you address it, it's a fear of rejection again, like you said. Right. They're either going to say, yeah, I, okay, I got to stop. I'm not paying rent. I should be bringing beers. I'm not even saying thank you. I apologize. Or they're going to say, fuck you, bro. And that maybe isn't going to be a friend of yours for the rest of your life. Right. And that's okay. By the way, put a lock on your door. Yeah, the lock. Like, thing. that's okay. You could do that. <laughs> yeah, just change the locks. <laughs> it's a passive aggressive. Also, it's better for room, them. I mean, you know? People who are like taking advantage of, of your situation, it's going to be better for them too. If you guys have just graduated from college, people are trying to figure out whether they're grownups or not. Well, this is, is the whole saying. thing. But it's like, so if they're staying on your couch, they're just like let to be losers. And it's like, so if you set the boundary and you're like, you can't stay here anymore, you're helping them too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you're helping them like get their shit you're, together. Because you're, they, they're on welfare. They're on social welfare. Yep. And the only way they get out of their house is if their social life fucking oh, sucks. Oh, P.S. The reason I stay at my friend's house is because I have an apartment in L.A. that I'm paying for. Yeah, well, this is the... Well, I'm saying, like, but you... Heads up, I'm but, not. But for you, I'm sure you're being clean. You're being... You're respectful. They want you there. I mean, There's we live in filth. No, they want me there. That's the thing. We live so, in filth. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Annie Letterman. Great job. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me so far. Go follow Annie at Annie Letterman on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. It's going to be in Stanford and Sons and Kansas City, Missouri, September 15th through 17th. Check her out. She's fantastic and so funny. So go Slide. check her out. Slide into those DMs. Into those DMs. Get baby. it popping. We're going to be right back with hypotheticals and the news. We'll be right back. This is Sherrod Small. And Kurt Metzger. Of the Race Wars Podcast. Check out our podcast. To hear the very first interracial friends in That's history. Right. That's right. That's right. We're the first. We are. The first real interracial friends talking about race openly yep. and without fear. And there ain't nothing like it anywhere. That's you're right. You're cheating yourself if you're not listening. You can find new and archived episodes of Race Wars on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. Yeah. So check it out.
Hey guys, welcome back. Annie, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having Fantastic me. Fantastic job. Thanks at, for coming on me. At Annie Letterman on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Go check her out. I can feel the tension right now between you and Mansant now that he's moved over from the booth in his trash apparel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Chris, thank you for coming on. Happy to be here. At Mansamp on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network every Friday. We're going to do some hypotheticals. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Yo, Papa Jutang, love the podcast, uh, but I have a dire hypothetical question. Would you rather have a major sunburn for 30 of the 52 weeks a year? I'm talking painful as shit, could barely handle it to be touched even by your own shirt. Or only be able to have sex with a woman your mother approved for you. Meaning if you're at a bar, a feeling a girl, you have to uh, make her stand up and you have to take a full body picture of her and send it to your mom with the caption, mom, can I have sex with her? So either you have only have the chance to have sex 22 weeks a year or you have to awkwardly ask a girl to stand up in the middle of the bar for a drunk mom photo, what will it be? Uh, you can switch the sexes. Mom photo, absolutely. Absolutely. One, it's like a great line. Like yes. The, the girl's going to think you're fucking awesome. Uh-huh. For guys, my mom has always like, my mom set me up with a guy when I was in high school because we both had nipple rings. Like I thought really? she would like connect them together or something. <laughs> and he was like a wig. He was like so like, he was such... He was so such a bad influence. He was so yeah. fun. Like we just did drugs and like I snuck out. Your mom set house. you up with it. My mom said so. It's like moms are not yeah. that bad. No, moms want moms do have this like and it's funny. We want you to yeah. get uh, have it they happen. want their their baby boy to get his dick wet. Yeah, they. But my mom, it'd be funny to like do that and have my mom be like, "Nope, not for you." <laughs> like her say no. And How like, Listen, hot sorry. would it be when you did bang that girl behind your mom's back? <laughs> I mean, because the you'd best be like, boner yeah, of all you'd, time. you'd just be like, my mom doesn't approve of yeah, this. this is, <laughs> oh, it's like fucking in like the library or Against something. her will. What do you oh, think, man, great. Sam? Yeah, there's no question here. The sunburn's debilitating, first of all. But yeah, yeah that'd be fu- like, yeah, my mom yeah. would want me to be happy. Sure. She'd, she'd give me the if right you advice. Went to my, if you went and think of how the girl, how that plays to the girl. Yeah. You're like, I want to fuck you so oh, bad. Yeah. I'm going to text my mom. <laughs> and then like, how cute. It, like, girls love moms. Come on. That's perfect. Would you... Re- would you rather every time you fuck, you get the girl pregnant and she keeps it <laughs> or only be able to bang chicks with a spread of five? What's a spread of five? So the ranking system earlier. So uh, it would be like one, one, three, two, one, two, et cetera. Oh, I'm going with the fuglies. Yeah. I mean, even if it's fives across the board. Yeah. yeah what great. are you, a billionaire? Like you can't have all those kids. No, I'm not. Kids. Nothing scares me more than kids. This is game over. Listen, I'm not scared of kids. I'm going, and I'm also I'm going. I'm not interested. I'm in going them. five zero zero. I'm just going to be oh right God. into that face. Yeah, yeah, because a five's fine. Yeah, why not? It sucks that their personality is also a five. <laughs> I don't think it's possible to be a five across the board because you got to pick up that personality. Well, he's saying you only have five points to give to all three. Oh, so face, body, personality would be like one, one, three. Yeah, I mean, you got to go three zero two, maybe. I don't know. You got to go two two one. I, I okay. you know to get off just right. face. You don't care about body, face, body, personality. So two two one, that's what you got. Face is most important. Yeah, of the five. I know. I, I mean, personality. I think. Yeah, they're all good. That's why they're all. My in mom there, listens but. to this. So <laughs> Standpoint. Hey there. Uh, let's do one more hypothetical. Would your mom let you bang me? You think? The the whole Greek. Or the Quaker stuff might not work for her. The she, openness and the openness. No, we want closed off. And yeah, she'd be cool with it, I think. 
I mean, Let's it's do. not a thing, but I'm just curious. <laughs> I got a quick hypothetical in light of upcoming election. Would, which of these two situations do you think would make for a bigger story? Okay. Hillary having a penis or Trump having a vajayjay? On Hillary's side, there's the old no-brainer for why Slick Willie placed his pickle inside Monica Lewinsky. On Trump's side, where the hell does all the confidence come from? Please give me your thoughts and keep cradling my gonads every Tuesday and Friday. What's a bigger story? Hillary with a dick. 100% the pussy. 100% the pussy. There's no question, right? Hillary is, that would be not a shock for anyone. Yeah. Not a shock. If I heard Hillary had a penis, I would go on with my day, not even breaking. You would stride. vote for her. <laughs> like I would. Yeah. Well, there'd be You'd a be lot like, of we people. We solved the problem. Yeah. Now it's all good. Right. There you there, go. We don't ex- have to have a woman. She'd really be a Republican at that yeah. point. There's that extremely, I don't know, extremely, but there's that famous cover of Spy magazine that has her with like her skirt blowing up, and yeah. she's got a dish. Oh, a really? Dick with her tiny whities. Yeah. Well, look, have it's you like seen famous- the, Have you seen the naked Trump? The statue. The statue. He practically has a vagina. Let's be honest. It's crazy those naked Trump statues. They're so icky looking. (laughs) They're cool. It's fun. That's been like a big debate about. Is it art? Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, of course it's art. One hundred percent art. One hundred percent art. response. Listen, Republicans, go make a Hillary one. Right. Oh, I would love the Republicans. Oh, I would love for them to find out he had a pussy. Oh, I'd love it. It would make so much sense. It would, it would be good. Let's do a news item. Uh, Cal State is offering segregated housing for black students. No. Is it really? Yeah, which was a demand by their like black student union, essentially. They, they had like a list of demands, and one of them was you know a safe space area or affordable housing, but specifically for black students. I don't know if that solves any of your issues. I that's insane right i don't think affordable living sure but don't have it segregated that's crazy it's uh it, it it's one of those things that you're like what do you want but also what I'd do you, do you really to want take a little stroll down that dorm i mean my uh, god hey talk, <laughs> talk, talk it'd be like the opposite of hot dog through a hallway yeah hallway through a hot dog. but i'm just saying like What's the goal there? Is the is the goal to like, I don't know. It, it, I mean, that's a separate but equal. Like you're literally going yes. back in time with something like that. Right. It does, yeah. I mean, it, it literally is just reversing the civil rights right. movement. You know, yeah. It doesn't make sense. I don't know. I don't think a lot. I think not a lot of this stuff, the college stuff is thought through. I think in college, you want to sound like you have something interesting to say. So you just say the most ridiculous thing you can say. And it you're becomes just so your, like happy you have a voice. Yes. Finally, it's like Twitter. What happened with Twitter? Yeah, where it's like every egg has a voice. You're like, you're an egg. You don't even have a picture. You don't even have a picture. Fuck you. You're that's the truth. Ugly. Like all the lines in the letter that they sent to the you know president of the university starts with like we demand in all capital letters. It's yeah. like, oh man, that's just the president of the university. Like what this do you? Is, this is this is pro- this is the problem of this is the problem of people with time. You have the time to like demand something so ridiculous, so you will. And it's just we have so much more time on our hands than we used to. And it's power, and it's want. You want to know that you you demanded this thing, and it got and heard. that it got heard, and that you got what you wanted. It's crazy. Uh, let's do another story. Uh, so this has obviously been a pretty big story about the national anthem and all the shit. The uh, Team USA hockey coach John Tortorella, who used to coach the Rangers, my favorite team, threatened to bench any player who sits during the national anthem. He was asked about it, and he was like, "If any of my players sit on the bench for the national anthem, they will sit there." The rest of the game. Is this guy, 
I, I gotta say, I, yeah. the more I think about this, the more insane this story is. The most insane Tortorella's story. Tortorella's story. Yeah, For him course. to say, so he's basically saying that if you sit during the national anthem, you don't play the game. Oh, is that your stance, Mussolini? Yeah, it is. Yeah. This is fascism. This yeah. is like yeah, you. Like, you like what you're doing plan. is absolutely. And he stuck by it. I saw an interview with him the other day, and it's like, you know, and I hear, and what he's doing is what all idiots are doing. And he's like, you don't support our troops. It's like. This is not even the message. No. If that's the message you take from it, that's the one you take from it. But it is not where the this is going. And and I've actually thought a lot about this. And Kaepernick, I am so in favor. Not in favor. I'm just so okay with what he's doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Because if, if anything, we live in a country built on checks and balances. And what this is, and people are like, who is he? He has a platform. He plays for the biggest league in the, in the world. Yeah. The biggest sporting event in the world. So his platform is being used to say, let's have some checks and balances. If it makes one person look themselves in the mirror and say, hey, maybe we could train the police better. Maybe we can have a better relationship with the, with the, with the place that we patrol. He, okay, you've done something good, but to take it and make it, and then what you see with the, what's her name? Did I talk about this on the last one? The, what's that girl's name? Ta Tommy. Oh, Tommy Laren. Tommy Laren. Love Tommy Laren. <laughs> oh, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Who's that? She's this, this hot chick that the only reason we're listening to what she's saying is because she's hot. There's she's no on one, one American News Network and she does like hot takes about oh, like, you know, She basically just read a bunch of memes on the air. Just like, you should be ashamed to live in there. And you're like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Shut. And then at the end of the video, she plays a, she shows a picture of a soldier holding himself up, a legless soldier holding himself up in the wheelchair which because that's you, his responsibility well this is the that's thing like, this is the thing like you're just you're just throwing grenades right you know you're just saying look at like of course we're all uh thankful no, for the guy the who lost his legs because it's his choice because we live in america yeah and that's literally what we fight for we that fight is for what freedom. yeah so it's uh, the so whole thing shut the fuck <laughs> up well that's the thing they don't want to hear is shut the fuck up that's a everyone feels like they're being attacked and it gets turned into well you guys stand for our truth no, like, shut no, the not fuck up about this okay shut the fuck up about you think you can control a man you think yeah. you can control this guy oh this guy thinks oh black lives you think he's gonna sit it doesn't even matter why he's at he can sit if he fucking wants yeah yeah. That's the point. How does it affect you? I, the best one to read is the former, the, the best like think piece I read on it, and it was a guy that used to play, uh, he was a long snapper who tried out for the Seahawks, and he was a former Marine, I think. And he just write, wrote a really great piece, I, and I'll, I tweeted it out. I think Kevin Euclid tweeted it out, and I retweeted it. Um, but it was just this piece about empathy. And he's like, listen, I stand for my reasons. I understand why you're sitting for your reasons. Hopefully we can fix it. To get to a better place. And it's all about just get, making the country better. Like, right. I, I just don't understand. It's just this, it's get, being in everyone else's business. That's the problem. It's like, everyone's so like. Well, everyone wants to feel good about themselves. So what you do like, is. You, you can't do this. You can't do this. <laughs> this is the right thing to do. And you're like, it's like. The easiest way to feel good about yourself is to go, I support the troops and he doesn't. And it's like, yeah. no, no, no. We're all gray. We all have our exactly. shit. We all have things that we don't should be ashamed feel small of and to feel, feel big. yeah. Just don't and make it just feel small a lot. A lot of it feels like that. And it's it's the Torrello thing. I was like, dude, you're so off. And I know he has a kid that's you know that's in in the army or whatever. And I'm sh like, we all support his kid, right? Even it, Kaepernick. If you go course. listen to what he said, like it's, it's not just a misreading of the situation. And he's this is the thing, like Tortorella. That he's like that. Like he he's a great coach, but he only stays in a place for a couple of years because people are just done yeah. with him because he's just an animal. I know? just like, couldn't believe his like. You see, looking in his eyes, it was just like he couldn't even 
There was no, uh, it was 180 degrees. It wasn't 360. Oh, yeah. He was just looking at it from this side of the world, and he, there was no empathy. And it was just like, dude, have it in you. Just look at it from another side. Totally. Okay, can I just make two quick points about sure. this real quick? Uh, number one, the whole country, like the whole idea of this country was founded on rebellion. That's number one. So yeah. it's like, it's not about just being uniform and like staying in line. Yeah, we can with- tell by your sweatshorts that you put <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Uh, and th- I think it's an article on The Intercept. I'm going to talk about it on my podcast uh, in a little bit when we record it. But the third verse of the Star Spangled Banner is about what um, he did. Well, it's, a, it's critical of French soldiers. It was during the War of 1812 or whatever. It's critical of French so- soldiers who freed slaves and had them fight against slave owners in the United States. Mm. So the, the third verse of the anthem is about slaves and like how it's bad that these people let the slaves yeah, free. Yeah, so yeah. It's like a racist fucking poem or whatever to begin with. But I just like that. that you I just like that you dress like in your going to 7-Eleven outfit all the time. <laughs> Most of the time. It's great. Yeah. It's he dressed outfit. like someone who would know the verses to say it's about slavery. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think what Listen, I wear. Listen man, we look country like, was founded. He dresses like he's always going to buy a blunt. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of have that's exactly right. Yeah. That's fair. Well, I love it. that's it for us. Annie Letterman, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Go find Annie on Twitter. I support the bro cause. There we go. Instagram, Snapchat, at Annie Letterman. Uh, Mansamp, thank you for coming on, bringing the news. Thank you, man. At Mansamp on Twitter, uh, Mandatory Samson Podcast, every Friday here on the Standard New York Labs Network. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep sending those emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me, JTrain56, on all platforms. We will be back next episode. Boom! This has been a Stand Up Labs production. Powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! <laughs> <laughs>